time to go home. Boo this man! Every single week, me and them boys run across this world and we bust our ass. And Brock just shows up whenever he wants to, when the money's right or the city's right. I don't respect Brock Lesnar. And I damn sure don't fear that bitch. Leader! I love the leader! The leader knows all and sees all! This leader, he sounds like a grand fella! Really, I'm not sure we're making any headway here! Just shut up, woman! He's talking about my leader! the uh, Snowden Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Uh, if you're, most of our listeners are in Ireland and the UK anyway, so uh, <laughs> enjoy your day off, lads. Uh, we all got the day off work. Gordo's wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> just just cause. Just cause. Just cause. Uh, I'm here with Gordo, Nicky and Steve as usual. How are the lads? Freezing, I'd say. I got a lovely fire here beside me. I'm good, I I'm, I'm sitting next to the freezer, so double. Ice, <laughs> <laughs> nice, baby. Do, 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 do. You can't even see, you can't see Gordo, but he obviously, as I said, he's wearing the Santa hat. But whatever's going on with his camera, the entire background is white, and there's like these little pixelated marks on it. So it's like it's snowing there. It's that, like a, that's just dirt on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he's been thinking of nothing too much. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Walking in a Gordo Wonderland. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Steve, you hadn't heard about this, but uh, we'll quickly go through some news because later we'll have, uh, what, Elimination Chamber, Raw, SmackDown, Irish Wrestling, and Gordo's going to revive the revival after that. So it's a lot Ooh. of shit to get. Steve, have you heard of the ultimate deletion? What is this, pray tell? Well, it'll be like the final deletion, but the ultimate deletion. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so WWE just copying changing a few things and submitting as their own like I did in my final year dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, you just googled final year dissertation. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even anything to do with what you were studying. Hey, 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 hey. I got my first class 1-1 one, one, and I didn't even have to get on my knees. So, you know, there's a lot about me. It was a tall it anyway. You just had to bend over. <laughs> All you learned in college is uh, control C is copy and control V is paste. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I didn't even know what a pivot table was until last year. I don't know, yeah. There you go. I only learned that four years ago. And control C and control V as well. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So what is this ultimate deletion? It's wonderful that you ask. Um, It seems that we're going down the route of a Harley compound match finally. Uh, Matt has talked about it on Twitter and, and WWE have an article up as well about it going, oh, what does it mean? And they described his um, his Twitter page as wild. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I assume this is a Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy Barash driven idea, hopefully anyway. Yeah. Because um, we can't have another match. Like, no, the match was fine. It's just people crapped on it. Was that the beach ball match in Elimination Chamber? Yeah, it was. It yeah. was very much beach ball-y. Uh, fuck those people. Fuck them in their bum. Uh, but it's I wonder... Bad. bad. Yeah, bad. Uh, I wonder, is it going to be at Mania, though? Surely it'll be the go-home. They can't have it at Mania. They can't have 80,000 people sitting in, in the arena watching the screen. Did they learn nothing from Raw 25? Maybe Raw? 
after Mania. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. that crowd won't give a shit if they're watching a Hardy Compound video. They'll be like, yes, fucking yes, finally. So you they won't mind looking at the screen. And yeah. if they if they do start to give off, just flood the place with beach balls. They'll entertain themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, so that, that could be good and it hopefully will help. I assume uh, Brother Nero will be back around then. Uh, but as we said it a thousand times, I want the dilapidated boat, Skarsgård. I want Vanguard 1, <laughs> Reddy, King Maxwell, all the lads. Senior Benjamin. George fireworks. Yeah, you want everything. So don't even tease it in. Just, you know, don't Just go for it. Tip. Just, Just go, go for it. it. Yeah. Balls deep. Go yeah. hashtag all in. <laughs> Straight in, no kissing. <laughs> That's the way to go. Um, other small bit of news is Ray Mysterio has his contract negotiations. That apparently, they're meeting again next week. He wants a part-time deal where he's allowed to do outside projects, so I assume he could work anywhere he wants. Um, and Cena apparently is pushing for a match at Mania with Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm the only one. I'm only thinking of this. It'll be an okay match, but it'll keep him away from other things. That's, That's, kind of I'm... That's true. But Cena's clearly winning the championship at Fastlane, and he's going on to face Nakamura at Mania. I think yeah. what's going to happen is he's going to beat Nakamura for the for the briefcase and win the championship. So he's scored. <laughs> just himself, just faces himself at Mania. Yeah, <laughs> and he oh. still wouldn't put himself over. <laughs> <laughs> How will that match end? The double countout. Oh. <laughs> oh lord! Um, be, like you see the the YouTube hits they got for the Rumble and um, Mysterio's entrance and stuff. So there's money in the guy still. People were delighted to see him. I, I think this will happen. It's possible. You never know. Mysterio did look great at the Rumble, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, other news. Uh, Fox buying WWE? Question mark. Question so mark. There, was, there was rumors. Uh, I've seen a few reputable sources on <laughs> Commenting that uh, Fox executives were in the front row of either Raw or SmackDown this week. Raw. And there has been preliminary talks that Fox might be interested in somewhat acquiring WWE. I personally call bullshit on it because I can't see Vince McMahon ever letting go control of his company, his baby. But, mm, interesting. Didn't they just buy everything else? Don't they own everything at this stage? Was it them that were going? Was Disney were buying no, stuff as well? Disney wasn't? bought 20 cents through Fox, so they bought part of Fox off them. So yeah, so Fox it has is a full pocket of money right now. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. We always did dream of what WWE would look like without Vince McMahon in charge. So that's the thing. It's it. It could go very very wrong when you have another company in charge pulling the strings it's like the AOL Time Warner merger with WCW basically they started bringing in all these edicts and it completely destroyed the place look at just bring Vince Russo into the grand (laughs) (sighs) oh sweet Jesus imagine that how bad the shows can be these days so that Russo would fucking pull matches (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Um, we'll move on to Elimination Chamber anyway uh, the women's elimination chamber match opened the show. Uh, I thought the main event. I guess it should have. Yeah, it was, it was it match was, of the night. It was match of the night. Yep. But um, um, it, it made because since they just did the women's rumble, you know, you kind of you have to give the you have to make, go mix and match. Like, I call this exact match order one hundred percent correct. So I figured this is the way they were going to go. 
way to pat yourself on the back there, Nicholas. Hey, it got, it got me... <laughs> Because of that, I won this month's uh, fucking co- uh, competition on the low blows uh, predictions thing. Because I got the points for getting the match order right. So if I so I get a free pitcher of beer uh, whenever I go to a low blows party again, which I've not been to in two years, but I might <laughs> because I, yeah, I got a free pitcher of beer. Um, the one problem I had with this was Mickey James gets eliminated before Alexa even comes out of the pod. Like, what was the point of that two weeks of build? That made no sense. It was to set up the six person tag match on Raw. Also, pay per view set up TV now. Oh yeah, yeah. we're back Austin. in the, we're back in the attitude area again. Yeah. <laughs> Women's Evolution, Monday Night Wars. Oh, sweet Jesus, it was a very weird heel turn for Mickey James as well. Yeah, I don't. She'll be back in a few weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> She's the new big. Um, but yeah, so it was a pretty good match. So it was Mickey James did the Lutez press off the top of the pod. One of my wildcard prediction was Sasha was going to do something absolutely fucking stupid off the top of it, but Mickey did it for us. Um. To save us from Sasha killing herself. I imagine someone <laughs> stepped in. Uh, we, Alexa Bliss did her sparkle splash off the top of the pod as well. That's true. But that was the weird, another weird one. How did she catch that into an armbar or into that's the bank statement? No clue. That made no weird. sense. It was a bit weird. Wrestling. Like, the weird <laughs> scene rolled through, but she done it to side control and then backed into it. It was a weird transition, but I liked it. Yeah, it's like it made no sense and I loved it. It's the weirdest thing. But Alexa got the win and then teased a face turn in the promo, which was fucking excellent. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was, it was like Cartman's thing, the beefcake promo. <laughs> like, believe in yourself. You can do great things, all that sort of shit. I'm living proof. You looked up, uh, what was it like? Your dreams. Don't give up on your dreams. All this sort of bollocks. Yeah. And then <laughs> none, none of you are good enough. Uh, only I can do things like that. That's the gist of it. I can't remember she the exact words. It's awesome. But I'm getting slightly worried now that we are actually going to see Alexa Bliss and Asuka at Mania. Yeah. It, it seems that way. Like, the, the, the way they were going on, they didn't even reference the fact that Asuka hasn't picked anything yet. So, like, it seems like they're just going straight. They, they kind of mentioned it, but they didn't openly state it. They're, they're not telling us that she hasn't chosen, but she still has Billy, or it's presumed that she will. You know, that's the kind of wording they're using. So it's, it's suggestive and emotive that it's all bar agreed. Boo. I still think Nia's um, getting in that match. Probably. We said what we do, seeing as there's so much to cover, we jump between storylines between Elimination Chamber and Raw. So Raw kind of opens up with Alexa and Mickey then. Mickey heel for some reason. Um, as I my notes put a the de- promo delivered brilliantly, but the dialogue is horseshit. Uh, they mentioned Asuka's English. Uh, so Alexa criticized Asuka's English and then, and I quote, your body language is saying very differently. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, guys. Uh, a, a thousand, thousand chimps or whatever, a thousand typewriters. Yeah. Um, but Naya comes out, but then Bailey and Sasha make the save. So I was like, I smell a six woman tag. Uh, the big story of that one was that Bailey denied Sasha the tag. So she kind of jumped off the apron. And Corey Graves, Duke Nukem himself, was absolutely <laughs> delighted. It's like finally Bailey is. No, that, I thought it was cool. Finally, some sort of a turn for her. not a heel turn, but like some sort of development. It was basically just paying back Sasha for the night before when she she scarred her. And mm. and also Sasha tagged herself into the match earlier in the night with a very firm tag from behind. Mm. Bailey didn't like that, so it was a tit for tat kind of moment. I thought. Yeah. 
Also, I was like to point out that that the whole uh, elimination chamber match where the, the scar moment of la uh, completely lost that fits because he's never seen the Light King. Oh, right, okay. Get fucked. <laughs> Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> you have not seen Lion King, seriously. So, oh God, <laughs> scuffs. <laughs> well, I, I kind of mentioned why wasn't that the finish of the match? Mm. But yep. uh, it was a bit convoluted. But Bailey comes back in then to help Asuka and then that was the finish. But this is something I noticed. So would that have meant that Asuka's streak is over? Because in the mixed match multiverse, that's what they're doing with the Miz and Asuka. I saw it this week that he yep. she was panicking because her streak was on the line. So her streak is on the line in tag matches now, which does not bode well, and I don't like it. No. Well, technically, if that's if if we were counting tag matches, Asuka was part of a battle royal in NXT that was won by Eva Marie. But that's a battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in we didn't. As in this is canon. They're saying that oh, yeah. her streak I is know. online. But like, but it, by that they obviously count the rumble then as well, and the same battle royal should count then as well. So technically, her streak has gone long ago after going that way. To Eva Marie. To Eva Marie. <laughs> Eva Marie broke the streak. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so let's just go with what they're saying this week. If they don't win the mixed match challenge. Ask a streak is over. Yeah. So basically, I write, they're, they're going to go one or two ways with that. Either they have to win or else they're going to li- make Miz lose Ask a streak. How would they? What's the payoff of that? Asuka can win the IC title. Miz gets heat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Asuka and Balor at Mania. Give it to me now. <laughs> Brian Panty's match. Uh, do you know what? That might be a good uh, segue to get into another kind of topic we mentioned. Kind of mix in the IC title. Um, I've lost myself in my own notes here. Hold on one <laughs> second. Now. Um, so we just talk because Miz was in the chamber, I suppose. So we'll move away from that one. So the IC title was kind of on the line on Monday, where mm-hmm. this is something I hate. I don't know about how the other two guys feel, but I know Steve doesn't mind it. His champions losing on TV. I feel so strongly about it. I'm even defending <laughs> Miz here. Okay, <laughs> you so, must have hated this week overall. Oh then. dear God! <laughs> so, so as we know, anyone who listens is not a fan of the Miz, not the guy, but the character. I don't really like it. Um, he's beaten twice on TV back to back by Rollins and Balor. Uh, this is after him cutting the promo about restoring the greatness of the IC title. Uh, this is one other thing I wanted to bring up about the character. I'll eventually convince you to come to my side somehow. <laughs> um, so Miz runs down Anaheim, uh, 45 minutes away from LA. He says he could bump into Jennifer Lawrence and then pitch his next big movie to Holly- her Hollywood blockbuster to Michael Bay. That's not how it works for A-listers. because <laughs> You don't see Tom Cruise running around Hollywood throwing scripts at people. But anyway, he says he could be the longest reigning champion, intercontinental champion in 62 days. And there's an, another example of WWE insulting their entire uh, audience's intelligence. That was a fun way to fuck up, or a fun time in that sentence to fuck up. Um, <laughs> they need to throw days, in the word cumulative there. That's, that's yeah. all. They threw in the word cumulative, that would have been fine. That's they've said it, they keep saying it, and he's yeah. saying it himself. So as I said, most days is not the longest reigning. It's like man, it's like saying Man United are the current longest reigning Premier League champions when they haven't won the title in five years. And it hurts me to say these things. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, but then it turns around and I totally back up everything he does. So I don't think they get this character at all. He or the car or the writers don't understand the character. 
when they're using that awful bullshit about walking down Hollywood, but then he turns around and he says he doesn't feel respected and he doesn't appear on posters and he's been there 12 years and his opponent tonight might determine his opponent at Mania. When he's an angry, pissed off dude, he's way better. They should just cut this A-list shite and just make him this pissed off dude, CM Punk style. Yeah, I don't know. When when I was thinking about this whole champions being pinned on TV scenario of this week, I was really irked on, by SmackDown. So but, we'll talk about that then. We'll, we'll combine everything there. So AJ loses to John Cena on SmackDown. The WWE champion pinned. This is after losing back-to-back matches before the Royal Rumble as well. So he's lost three matches on TV in the last three, four weeks. Or four, five weeks, whatever it is. It's craziness. Oh, it's, it's it's bizarre. Uh, that's the way I'm going to kind of use it because... I came away from both of those scenarios feeling differently about them. I was angry that Cena bet Styles, mainly because he just kind of rocked up to the situation with no backstory and was given a match against Styles, and you knew straight away what was going to happen. I don't think anyone watching that with an ounce of intelligence thought that Styles was going to win that match. So you knew exactly what was going to happen, and the predictability made it annoying for me. On Raw, with the maze. I didn't mind it as much because of the unpredictability about it. So he had that angry promo before it uh, where he said that the man he's facing tonight may impact his match at WrestleMania. So we were all already in the mindset of what the hell is about to happen next. So it was unpredictable, something new. So Rollins comes out. There was a little bit of a storyline between them and the chamber. Um... They had a decent, a very good match, actually. I thought it was quite a, quite a good match. To be fair, even though you hate the Miz, you got to give that man some props for his wrestling ability these days. He's I will never do that. I will give him props <laughs> for everything else. I will never do anything for his in-ring ability. I just give what? him props for his character, the second part of his character. But carry on, carry on, carry on. So you're telling me that his in-ring work is not good? I have a freshly painted wall downstairs. I might go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the it kicks? Oh yeah, they're great. They're, like, they're super. Okay, I, I, I'm not telling you that he's the best wrestler in the world, but what I'm saying is that his wrestling ability means that he can have very good matches. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Donald Trump, get fucked. <laughs> but, carry on, carry on. The reason the reason why I came down, came away from this whole situation was because of the whole unpredictability thing. So Rollins came out, and you didn't really know how the match was going to go. So it could have been a justifiable way that the Miz and the Mizettes could have snuck out a one on it or a win on it, and you thought, fair enough, good heel champion. You could also come away with thinking, okay, Rollins pinned him, so that means Rollins is clearly going to have a match at Mania against the IC champion. And then all of a sudden, Balor comes out. You're like, what before the you fuck? go on, can we just talk about what Michael Cole did after that Balor or Rollins and Cena match or Miz match? Jesus, just <laughs> say, you gotta be kidding me, thing again. So that's uh, his thing. Uh, it's like that's not that's the sort of thing you see on two hundred five live, not from Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah. do that. Frog splash all the way across the ring. Yeah. To be fair, the Miz <laughs> fucked up there, right? <laughs> um, but like, that's the thing now. So every time he beats someone, Michael Cole is going to shit his pants. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> like, we almost need a we almost need a segment on this podcast just for how annoying Michael Cole has been lately. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was annoying. But then Balor came out and you're like, what the fuck are we going to happen here? We're we going to have a showdown between all three. Is Balor going to attack Rollins? Is Rollins going to attack Balor? 
is the Miz and the Mazette going to attack both of them? What's going to happen? And then obviously we had the match and good enough match again and Balor wins and now it looks like we're having triple threat. So the unpredictability made it enjoyable for me. Whereas the predictability of SmackDown meant I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. I just add one more thing in before the lads come in. The the whole thing you know about restoring the prestige and all that to IC title mm. is fine. But then you have him lose twice on TV, back to back. Now that doesn't make him look great. Do you know what I mean? And I'm I'm defending him here. I'm not attacking anyone. I just think it's really I get the unpredictability part of it. I just there you are, it's subjective stuff. I get one thing, you get the other. Wasn't a fan. You thought it was good. It is what it is. Tiebreak section. <laughs> uh, I think I, I don't mind champions losing on TV. I don't like champions losing on TV when it means when it, it's like basically the challenger has to beat the champion to get a shot at the champion. I hate that. So basically what happened on SmackDown. I don't like that. I didn't mind as much on Raw as what same as Fitz. It was it kind of, it made Balor looked like a bit of a dick coming out to face Alpha, face Miz right after he'd just been through a match. But other than that, I didn't mind. And Miz did get the win over Balor the next night on a mixed match challenge. So he got his win back 50 50 booking. But, um, you know. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> Even yeah. in the multiverse. Even in the multiverse. God. But yeah, that's. Even if it was a cheeky roll up. But still, it's, it's a heel. Yeah, cheeky roll-ups but yeah I, it's, I, I just hate to beat the champion to face the champion I hate that Yeah, for me I especially hate it when it's would say your main champion so like Smackdown AJ Lewis and like that for me I hate that I generally to, for the most part don't mind if it's your mid-card guy losing because I mean you look at who we lost to you look at Rollins and Ballard there guys you could say convincingly could go for the world title the way Rollins has been, he should be the one facing Brock, potentially. So losing to guys like that, I don't mind it as much. But when you have Styles come out for a match against Cena and you know Cena's going to win, you're like, I know before a match starts, the champ is going to lose. Straight away, that's it for me. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yep. So essentially, we 50 50 that whole thing. We 50 50 at all. <laughs> even, even the tiebreakers, 50 50. I told you we need a fifth chair. <laughs> um, Patty, Patty. <laughs> um, but so the rumor mill is spinning about the Mania match, and this is kind of we'll have weeks of this kind of build up. Uh, eventually, the Miz has to beat someone in, if this is how they're going to play it. But the rumor is that it's a five way hmm. at Mania, so you know we haven't had enough multi man matches, or don't have enough booked in the future either. You know, so we need more. <laughs> uh, Miz, Rollins, Balor, Elias, and somebody else. Brawl. Don't think it's Strowman. I don't think it's Strowman. No, no, Strowman's going into the main picture. Yeah, I don't know God, who I it is. So. It's a fifth <laughs> person anyway. Who else would would it be on Raw though? I can't think of anyone. Hmm. Maybe it was Strowman, but I, I'm ninety percent sure I didn't see his name on there. But that looks to be where it's going. Um, what else? We well, suppose we'll save the big dog for last. Uh, oh, sure. Since we just mentioned the scene of having his title shot, now we cover why he did on Raw. Oh yeah, so he had mentioned. He teased that it was going to be Cena and The Undertaker. He wanted a match and he lost his chance. And we're all crying, crying about Cena losing his chance at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Very upset. Then turns around and tells us that himself and The Undertaker have 39 WrestleManias between them. <laughs> They've had more combined WrestleManias than there have been WrestleManias. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
uh, Gordo, like, we would you? Well, Nicky was the biggest kind of Undertaker fan. Like, what were you looking forward to this match if it was even possible? Like, because I when he made the the way he said it, I was like, I, it put me in the mood. Like, yeah, I kind of want to see that now. But still, I think last year was the perfect ending for Taker. There's, there's yeah. no need to bring it back. Like, I the I think the teasing the way they played it off as oh no, I was just trying to show you disappointment. It was like, uh, but I. I that moment where he, where he said where he basically said take her at mania i was like okay i kind of want to see that match now the way the way he said it i was just yeah that, but still i i i don't know i said well, like, something out there then and you can take it if you want or you can send it right back cena versus big evil undertaker no oh, no 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 if, if it's the only compromise if he has to be there the only way i'll accept it because as you said it was perfect it was perfect ending the only way is if it's big evil or if he comes out as mark calloway <laughs> <laughs> so basically we retired the undertaker dead man character last year and yes we, yeah i don't want any of this i'm just saying if it has to happen that's the way it has to happen for no, me to at least get on board Mm, no, or he has a white white jacket and black and white hat. <laughs> so he's Mordecai. <laughs> Mordecai, yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I no, think there's, there's no good in this. But. No, <laughs> why mention it if we're not going to do it? Like, yeah, no. And then he did the most John Cena businessman thing he could do, and it's like, well, if you really want to know what I'm going to do for WrestleMania, you're going to have to watch SmackDown because that's where I'm going to tell you. So hey, buy tickets for SmackDown because we're we're terrible at selling tickets for SmackDown. And the ratings for SmackDown went up this week. So it works. It works. We're, we're marks. Well, <laughs> we're not marks. No one wants to be a mark. I'm one. <laughs> uh, I suppose the next kind of thing we could speak maybe on Ronda. Um, so they had the contract signing uh, for Ronda Rousey at Elimination Chamber. That was their big. That was like their main event, essentially. That was the big thing they pushed more than the actual matches. Uh, this, I have no idea. I'm going to need some help here. Someone help me to explain this. So it was kind of a mixed reaction at the start. Uh, they brought the mics down and then they brought them back up when the UFC guys like DC was ringside and came Velasquez and they started chanting Ronda Rousey. Everyone came along and then the mics went back up. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's pretty obvious. Um, so my whole thing here, why is Kurt trying to cost Raw getting Ronda Rousey? Firstly, before we move on. Because he's an honorable guy. But he doesn't... This, is, this is Sunday night, okay? So yeah. we don't know what happened Monday. Yeah. So Kurt is a good guy and he knows why Trips and Steph want to sign Ronda's payback for a few years ago. So he's like, look at Ronda, they're being dicks. They're going to fuck you over. You know, for your for your own sake, get the fuck out of here, kind of a thing. Fellow Olympians, they got the Olympian bond. You know? Yeah, it's kismet. So mm. what he wants her to go to SmackDown? Just you know, protect yourself. Right. Wear a cup, okay. you know. <laughs> Maybe change that contract. Don't just have yourself be a regular, any any regular old female superstar. Well, that's the thing. There was no conditions or terms in that contract. It was just a big A4 sheet with fonts. <laughs> I, I just assumed that's what all WWE contracts like. <laughs> but you remember the contracts they used to do with the, the whole punk thing? There was a black logo in the corner and the, the you know, they the gimmicked the whole contract and had like 50 pages on it. This is just yeah. a sheet of paper. It was weird. <laughs> I, Ronda Rousey, sign for WWE. Sign here. <laughs> sign so away. Um, 
But yeah, so that, how did this all shake out? Um, Kurt had mentioned that had done the whole line where it's like, okay, but we overheard it saying, and now we own the bitch, but didn't say bitch. They had to save the no no word for the next night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then Rhonda kind of panics about it, freaks out about that. The slap came first, I believe. No, that was afterwards, wasn't it? Yeah, it was afterwards. afterwards. So they, yeah. they were in the so ring. Uh, they were in the ring. Trips said, Look, Kurt, come on, I'll bring you backstage because you're not feeling well. So let's go, go to know. a hospital. Yes. Hospital. Yeah, a local medical facility thing. <laughs> and he's like, well, let's get out of here. And then Kurt came back with another great one or two lines. I can't even remember what exactly he said. Um, oh, it was like a lifetime ago. It really was a lifetime ago. Oh, God. Uh, but that, that, that triggered uh, Rhonda again. And Trips came in kind of to defuse the situation. Uh, he said that Steph said that she could be her because she's husband. Yeah, uh, Rhonda's a husband, even you could take her. That's exactly it. So Trips went in to defuse the situation. Uh, he got a belly to belly through the table. <laughs> and then the slap that was heard around the world. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, it's like, here we go. Here's someone who can physically attack Stephanie to get her a comeuppance. They didn't do it. But anyway. Oh, they'll do it. They're oh, saving it. They're saving it. I'm just hovering over that Bible. Showcase of the immortals. <laughs> I was like, over that network, I'm going to buy it any day now. Plus, um, this, this also keeps Kurt Angle involved in the storyline. So I think we've all heard the rumor that they're trying to get The Rock in for this mixed match challenge at WrestleMania. Plug <laughs> <laughs> in the show, you know. Uh, so I think the backup for... The Rock is Kurt Angle, so they're keeping him relevant within the storyline. So if they need to pull him in last minute and in place of the Rock, he's there and ready to go. If the Rock is available, he'll be first choice. Cool. So that brought us then to the actual main event of Monday Night Raw, which is weird when it's not a match, but this was actually quite good. Um, so I, I have my notes here. I said Stephanie wants the main event of, uh, takes the main event of Raw by explaining everybody's res- responsibilities in the corporate hierarchy. Riveting, riveting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like Triple H wants Kurt to come out here to clear the air and everything, and then Ronda's music hits and she does the UFC walk. She is fit to kill someone, and I loved it straight away. She's flying down to the ring. Kurt comes out and tries to stop her. Ronda kind of says that she's never been slapped before in her life and refuses to be disrespected. She's no one's property. And Kurt <laughs> Kurt said he needs this job and he says Got he kids. lied. No, no, <laughs> kids. Kids. <laughs> it's like I have a newfound black son. Okay. <laughs> and he's injured now. I have to do all these medical bills. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? He said, I'm paying for Jason's medical bills. <laughs> um, so what's Kurt's motive for lying? Again, once again, what's Kurt's motive here? Just as it treat this as a TV show. I wasn't quite sure of what his motive was on Sunday night. I'm even less sure of his motive for life. I think and it's just strange. like, it's like he said, he, he needs the job. So he's literally doing what he's told or he'll be fired. I have, yeah. So why would he want this new marquee signing on SmackDown? He wouldn't. What? Want he's won the argument. Oh, he's won. This isn't a matter of SmackDown or all. This is just Kurt <laughs> being a good guy and trying to look out for Ronda. But yeah, and see the job. people. Vince wants people competing in all forms of metrics. Remember two years ago? <laughs> remember the lockbox? That thing that's been ignored ever since. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember. What about the lockbox? Let's talk about the lockbox. Um, yeah, no, that was my whole thing where it's like, okay, well, if you're trying to keep your job, maybe you should keep Ronda Rousey. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, 
Kurt apologizes. Uh, he <laughs> this is brilliant. He's like, I don't even know what I said last night. <laughs> <laughs> like, just sweep this whole thing under the carpet. Um, and then tri- trips and wagon face, I call her, get back in. <laughs> uh, Rhonda, we're not horrible people. Stephanie McMahon. Philanthropy <laughs> is the new marketing. Also, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> uh, so Rhonda de- uh, <clears throat> excuse me, demands an apology for the slap. If you don't apologize, I will not hesitate to rip your arm out of its socket. And the crowd chants, rip it off. <laughs> it's like, yay, this is fun. And Kurt gets all up in her grill to apologize. And then she was kind of looking kind of scared and backs away. And then we get to the edge and Triple H pops Kurt Angle in the mouth. And that's it. So I want to put, before we discuss it, I want to put one out there. This is what, You're should free. Triple H have popped Rhonda in the mouth? You're forgetting the most monumental moment of all of this. Am I? Stephanie apologizing. I know, but I just said that. I said she apologized and then she backed away. Oh, I heard Kurt apologize, my bad. No, 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 no. You um, said the wrong word. <laughs> I didn't say the wrong word. I definitely said Stephanie. You said Kurt. I definitely said Stephanie. I can't it, wait to hear this. Your back. You, you listen back. You listen back and you will hear yourself say If like, only this was recorded. She, <laughs> I specifically said she gets all up in her grill to do you it. Say, you said you've written in the text Steph gets all up in her grill to do it, but you said yeah. Kurt gets all up in her grill to do it. Bullshit. We'll find out later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyway, so I was thinking, what if Triple H had just popped Ronda in the mouth? No, no, um, he, no you can't have a man hit a woman. Yet. What? Think of the heat. No, it's his way of getting no. back at Kurt for kissing Stephanie all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is the biggest long game in WWE history right here. Who says don't like, book past 12 hours in advance? This is like, what, 16 years or 15 years worth of booking <laughs> right here? All in this WrestleMania match? It's like, we need to wait till there's a star big enough to fight Stephanie. Who can we do? Oh, my God, we're bringing it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> 15 years in the making right here. Uh, no, look, there's, there's kayfabe heat, and then there's, you know, Feminists on your doorstep with picket boards and all this sort of stuff, sort of heat and Bram heat, Bram heat. Call Bram. Out this. <laughs> they, can, they can give them tickets, they need to fill the arena. <laughs> <laughs> they like crowd responses, they go in and they'll chant. They'll even give them one hashtag to trend on, <laughs> uh, as we know from CNN Roman. It doesn't matter what they're saying, it's that they're saying something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, that was possibly one of the funniest pops I've heard as well when Trips did that to, to Kurt. Just yeah. to Kurt, Kurt Angle's face. Pocket, <laughs> and he's just looking up at the sky. <laughs> you see all the memes of like the Mortal Kombat fight screen. Yeah. And all this, shit. <laughs> this, this is one where it's just a glove going for Homer's face. So, Gordo, what did you make of uh, Ronda's first two nights? I actually really liked it, and uh, I know a lot of people are given, well, not given out, but are kind of a bit underwhelmed by her emotion, would say, on Sunday. But uh, at the end of the day, people, I think, have forgotten that she is a huge fan. And I mean, this is something that's completely new to her. She she hasn't gotten to go through the likes of the independence and NXT and be conditioned to the whole thing and been out there in that atmosphere. She's literally going in at the deep end. But if you look at her from when she first walked out Sunday, to where she was in that fucking badass mode at the end of the night on Monday. That progression in her in what, 24 or 25 hours, I thought was fantastic. Um, she got everything they need in a star because she's a freak athlete. She's legit as fuck. She obviously, beautiful, beautiful woman. 
but then she has that death stare that gives me an itty. <laughs> oh, so, uh, she, she got for for me. I actually really liked it, and as I said, that 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 death stare and that intensity, as you said, even the walkout on on Monday night, just straight away, down. like shit's going down, and that's, that was Ma- that was Mandalay Bay main event. Yeah, that's mm. what that was like completely. That was... So uh, yeah, no, I really liked it, and. I think I can't remember if I put it in the raw recap or if it's something I wrote down in one of my many notebooks. But uh, <laughs> that basically, that all I'm thinking already is what her next feud is going to be after Mania. Because fair enough, the Mania match will be fine and a good introduction to her. But when she finally starts sinking her teeth into a proper one-on-one feud with someone, holy shit balls! It's going to be good. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of people complaining about her mic work, but like they have to remember this is her first time as a professional wrestler was on fucking a pay per view, <laughs> a, a second to main event slot of pay per view, and then main evented Raw doing promos the next night. This guy's wrestling for 15 years that it crumble under that fucking pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hey, I the mean, big dog only cut one good promo in the last fuck, or two good promos in the last fucking four years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not like I, I think. Yeah, the promo was the one thing that she did at the the very start of the promo was where she kind of she lost herself a bit, but she picked it up well. She did cover well, considering as we all said, it, it was the first time doing all this. Yeah. But I, I reckon that is the one thing that going forward could hinder hers because she's not used to that. But I say give her Heyman. Yep, hundred percent disagree. Oh, you I... might be the only person on earth. I'm looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Go, go. I love Heyman. I love what he's doing with Lesnar. Fantastic. His run with Punk. Fantastic. I just want to see Ronda be Ronda. I don't want to have Ronda, but you're you're looking at Heyman as well. I think it takes away from the star slightly. And I'd love to see Ronda just be herself. She doesn't have to be fantastic on the mic. All she has to do literally is her whole Asuka thing. You know, you talk too much. Nobody ready for Asuka. That's all you need from Ronda is like, shut up or I will rip your arm out of your socket fight you know you don't want her to have to talk you don't want to have her to have to have a long conversation with someone you literally want her in the ring and if you put a mic in front of her it says who's my next opponent they're going down boom just pure badass not talking her talking is done in the ring i think you should have to i don't think you need kind of a mouthpiece for her if if and if it gets to a case where she needs someone like that you can always pull the trigger with Heyman, but I think keep Heyman away from her for as long as possible. Yeah, nearly have her do like a almost New Japan esque in a way, like another way in New Japan. Whenever like there's a new champ, or whatever, there's normally the next contender comes out or whatever to the ring, and they have their stare down. Nearly have that with her in such a way that as soon as she chooses who she wants to fight next, she comes out after one of their matches or whatever, and they have that stare down in the ring. Maybe with I don't know a WrestleMania sign in the background this time next year, or something. <laughs> but. Just have that kind of maybe, as I said, stare down. There's no need for words. It's play off her strengths, basically. And yeah, her strength angry. is she will put the fear of God into people, and she has that intensity in her body language. So maybe play yeah. on that a bit. What I do, and my only fear is that it's kind of, it would be seen as a bit too like Brock, and Brock is going to ruin that. But I wouldn't have her wrestle on TV for months. She should be the money fight. There should be people fighting, but people should be fighting to fight her, like Conor McGregor style, and I like Ronda when she was there. People were fighting to fight Ronda. I mean, have her have her in live shows though, because she needs to get a reps. In. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I agree with both with, with what you said, Steve, but I disagree with the other part of it. I agree, people should be fighting to fight her because she is the main attraction. But it's been very public in her contract 
signing on the pay-per-view and on Raw that she's signing as an everyday star. She's not signing a special deal. She's signing to be there every day, travel every day. So she has to be performing uh, quite frequently. Squash matches. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They have to do that anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. if she, we still don't know what she's like in the ring, and you can't put her in there with like Naya or someone that might actually kill her. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I don't mean that to sound harsh, but like if she doesn't know the intricacies of the way to move around and how to take things, they based on wouldn't put her anywhere near elimination chamber. There's definitely a risk of Naya killing her. Yeah. Yep. So, e- even if she does know how to take moves. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot. Of, this is what I love about it. There's just so much unknown here. And we don't yep. know what to expect, and I love it. Ultimately, we're going to be disappointed either ways. Disappointment, you say? Who? <laughs> the big dog. The big dog. <laughs> big dog. Uh, <laughs> oh god! Can I just but, start? Can I just start what? booing now? Uh, you know what? <laughs> of a constant boo throughout the entire thing. Steve, you had mentioned you wanted. To... <laughs> See, this is terrible for people listening. Do you want to take this? Maybe I need to sit here and eat a little bit of humble pie for my rather bold prediction that Braun Strowman would win the Olympics. We all backed you. We all wanted to believe, but we all had our heads screwed on and said no. You see, this this is what being a Spurs fan is all about. We've seen the dark days. We had Christian Gross as our manager for half a year. Crumbling around 16th position in the league, f- threatening, flirting with relegation, but always having that one eye. Jeez, we might make the Europa League this year, the UEFA Cup. So we're, we're always you know, the optimist looking up. I'm always the optimist when it comes to booking as well. And hmm. it was I, written in the stars for Braun Strowman to win this chamber match. I just to stand does- on your Spurs point, I'm from Mayo. <laughs> 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 Look, we- Mayo, you all boys that are keeping this cart alive. Yeah, uh, but I suppose so. The, the whole the big story was that the elimination chamber, the big dog wins. So I think at the end, all seven guys were in at the same time, and Strowman eliminated them one by one. Mm-hmm. He got what five eliminations? Yeah, five, five, five yeah. six possible. Yeah, and then Roman pins the big dog with a Superman punch and a spear. Or Roman pins um, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Disgust there, Nikki. Uh, it was always going to happen. In fairness, they let Strowman take a lot of stuff before they let him get pinned, but still, after that performance, Braun needed to win. He just yeah, did. And the, the months of build up. Um, yeah. it's, it, we'll cover it in, the, in our next topic, actually, about crowd or the WWE ignoring their fans. But, uh, Steve, I know you wanted a bit of a rant about this. This is Daniel Bryan 2.0. Literally, Daniel Bryan 2.0. He should have. Daniel Bryan should have won that rumble. He didn't. Daniel Bryan had a match at the intermittent pay per view. I think between that and Mania. I could be wrong on that now, but again, that opportunity was not afforded him, or he was not put over in that opportunity. Once again, the crowd goes mild. Eventually, they kind of said, oh, fuck, we kind of fucked up here and made it right. And they had an absolute fantastic WrestleMania moment when Daniel Bryan eventually did win the championship. So we can always have that hope that that's actually what's going to happen in, what, five weeks time. But we've had SummerSlam. Should have pulled the trigger. Braun should have won. We've had the Royal Rumble. 
should have pulled the trigger. Braun should have won. Elimination Chamber. It was the most perfect opportunity to date. Braun was smashing and killing all over the chamber. Five eliminations, looking strong, doing everything perfectly well. The crowd were not into it as much because of the expectation that the Big Dong was going to win. If I was booking that match, I would have had Roman Reigns come out early from the chamber and be eliminated first or second. The crowd would have went insane. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's, I like what you said there. It's one of my favorite things when people do that, like a six man or a four man, and the champion's beaten first, and he's out. You're like, holy shit, new champion! And yes. then you have fifteen more minutes worth of yeah. who will it be? Yeah, <clears throat> I think that with uh, Bray Wyatt at the elimination chamber last year. I think Cena was the champ going in, and he got eliminated first or second. Yeah, so, or, yeah. or last at least. I don't think anyway. He was so early. We, we knew very early on in that match that there was going to be a new champion so everyone's like oh shit I'm going to pay attention now and it just fucked you in the ass yep no. they didn't, what, they didn't even what could you, you do here really even lube you up they just went. your and mic is all over the place and you're jumping in all we heard was <laughs> lube you up and then I was like what <laughs> <laughs> um what would you think it'd be better where we say Strowman wins and then Roman gets added to the match later somehow or what happens so we'll say Roman wins and then Braun somehow manages to work his way into the match Daniel Bryan style neither hmm. I literally have played straight down the line you don't need a big swerve you know why can't we just have a good from the outset and just develop that solid booking without throwing a swerve into it. You know, it happens in New Japan the whole time and it's really enjoyable. Yeah. Why couldn't that Braun win the chamber and you have five weeks of Brock build up one on one, no element of outside opportunities for anyone else. You know what you're going to get and just build a good comprehensive storyline around these people and enjoy. Why does it have to all involve twist some swerve some bullshit fucking storyline development that doesn't need ah oh, it's just frustrating your mic is either breaking up or you're shouting at it too much and it's just cutting out <laughs> <laughs> the anger is breaking the mic rage um, so yeah with the predictable outcome and the predictable booing at the end of like, i think everyone kind of saw this coming uh what they didn't see coming so everyone's kind of down on roman it was monday night and people have been like, yay, Roman, yay. Yeah. Um, Roman comes out to cut a promo and he says, the guys in the back or the people in the back aren't going to like this. And then he talks about how Brock, Brock wasn't here. And he only found out 30 minutes ago. Um, and he goes, Brock, uh, everyone's going around, we're, you know, going around the world, busting our ass every week. And this guy just comes in depending on the city and depending if the money's good enough. And it's like, we've been waiting for people to say this for a long time because we're sick to death of the whole Lesnar thing. Hmm. Um, and he just said he's not afraid of Brock Lesnar. What did he say? He said, uh, well, he doesn't fear sure that bitch. Isn't it? I, I damn sure no don't respect Brock Lesnar and I damn sure don't fear that bitch. And he mentioned how, you know, the bloodline and his family is his business and all this sort of stuff. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, just a good work shoot. It was great. So we're all massive Roman Reigns fans now. Oh, yeah. I think. Roman's fantastic. I've always loved Roman. Yeah. What are you talking about? He's the best. Yeah. <laughs> He's I a big him. dog. You're back, Fitz. 
I'm still so, booing. Since he left, we all turned into massive Roman Reigns fans. Can I, for the first time on this uh, illustrious podcast, uh, wish you all a get fucked. Wow. It's like the third or fourth one at this point. It's not the first time. No, but not all three of us at once. It's That's never been done. It's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan does that. Not Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as Gordo said, this is the, probably the second time that the the big dong has done a good promo. <laughs> you know, the first is after WrestleMania last year where he left the ring after 15 minutes of booing with five words. It's my yard now. It's four words. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wonder was this promo scripted in advance or what's the reaction to the reaction of the night before I suppose a bit of both but like I assume that Brock well Brock was there he was in Vegas there's a picture of him with Dana White uh, maybe they were just like I eh, know this is actually a better idea we don't need you here have our private jet apparently according to was according to Meltzer I think that the WWE didn't know that Brock was actually meeting with Dana White and that picture came out and essentially everyone was like, what the fuck is after happening here? What the fuck is all this about? And obviously the fact that he is in contract negotiations at the moment, but they're thinking is- that this is a ploy from Lesnar to try and get more money by saying, look who I'm hanging out with. And this is WWE's reaction was essentially to tell him, fuck off home. We don't need you. I hope so. Um, but the, I don't think it's anyone else is talking about it. It was Sean Ross Zapp on Fightful gets the credit. Um, his contract was frozen when he went to the UFC that time in the middle of his contract. So he's not finished after WrestleMania. SummerSlam is his last date. And yep. he's told him that he doesn't want to do SummerSlam. Yep. So what the fuck is going to happen? <laughs> Here's your contract, motherfucker. I would love I would love if what Gordo was saying was, is what is really happening. Obviously, we, don't, we obviously know Roman wasn't out there doing that off his own back. It's a work shoot. But I'd love if it was like someone turned around and said, no, fuck this guy. What's he doing? I'd love if that was the case. Yeah. Like, just to even stick really to the promo itself, and I'm not sure if any of you, many of you would have seen it. I think Nicky might have, definitely. The time where Scott Hall no-showed a TNA pay-per-view a couple of years back. And they sent, I think, himself and Samoa Joe were both supposed to be in the match. And they literally sent Joe out with a mic and said, you have whatever time say what's on your mind and Joe cut one of the best promos in the history of TNA it is absolutely fantastic watching this all I got was flashbacks to that where it felt Mm. so real you felt the passion now thankfully he didn't obviously in this scenario he couldn't go on to talk about someone's alcoholism which Joe did Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but again I had that realism where at the end of the day we have a Dana White picture being used to further a WWE storyline. 2018 is great. That's mad. <laughs> um, but like, who's... Here's the problem with Lesnar wanting to go back. The fight is John Jones. And John Jones has just got his, got his fucking license taken away from him. As of yesterday. Deservedly so. Yes. Um, but he didn't do it, Nikki. You, oh, you heard what John Jones said about what happened to John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know how those drugs got in his system, three of them. Uh, uh, Love John, John fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the fight is John Jones. So yeah. fuck it. Both of them should just go to Bellator. They let them do anything. It's the wild fucking West over there. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I don't know what he's in a rush to go back to. Who's he going to fight? Overeem again? Like, oh, who's the other dude? The big dude. They got DC would fight him. He'd have to go up. He'd have to go up a couple of fights. Who was was your man that was Ash Velasquez? Velasquez. Of Cain Velasquez, yeah. And he wants to fight. He put out a challenge, yeah. They'll they'll do that at SummerSlam. (laughs) It's not Nganu, is it? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, Francis Nganu. Yeah. Is he heavy or light heavy though? He's, I think he's, he's heavy. heavy, but I, after his last loss, I don't know if they'll put him in there. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if he loses to someone like Lesnar, it was most likely going to be righted up to fuck. Oh yeah, um, gills. Like he didn't Allegedly. look great. He didn't look great after his loss to Miocic, so I don't see them putting him. I, I see him getting essentially a tune-up fight next. Okay, so it's two fights. <sighs> there Maybe he can fight CM Punk. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> That wouldn't even look right in a wrestling match in the UFC. Punk That's, fucking uh, taps him out, and then everyone's like, "Well, shit, Punk can actually wrestle." What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, the way it all checks out was it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant what they did with Roman this week. Um, yeah. So if we have six more weeks of there, five more weeks of this, I'm all on board for this match. So all what's their what's their reaction going to be? Is Lesnar going to show up next week? Uh, I assume so. Because he was advertised. Heyman and Ping were advertised before the show and during the show. Yeah. So they yeah. did it quite if well. they're smart, they won't have Lesnar on for the next couple of weeks unless just hey, let let Roman cut more promos. You could even do a thing where uh, Roman comes out again. He's not here again, and then he gets attacked from behind or whatever. Mm. Heyman shows up, gets hit by a power slam uh, from Strowman. Oh my god! Not Paul. You kill Paul. <laughs> what I would love to see happen is I would love to see Roman cutting that promo wondering, like I said, oh, another week, Brock not here, and Brock come out and beat the living shit out of Roman. I mean, like, almost, you know, you're almost calling the cops level of uh, of a beatdown. Just because it kind of set that hole off was like, Jesus, no one really talks shit about Brock. This is why he doesn't show up every often, because he doesn't have to, because he's capable of doing this to anyone who steps in the ring with him. He doesn't need to prove himself week in, week out. And it'll also kind of keep the fans a little bit happy that he's beaten up Roman. But I don't know. like. I like that, and it it shows uh, Brock, this is why he's a fucking murderer. This is why he's been the champion for a year. You do not not bitch out Brock Lesnar. It could also have the whole underdog Roman. When he does win, he might get the rub of the underdog win feel, maybe. That's just hilarious that that's even possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? As in, it makes sense. This could happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, how is it? <laughs> well, he is the, the big underdog. No. Oh. No. <laughs> no, just, just, just. Oh, okay, Steve's gone. Steve's, Steve, gone. Steve, Steve's gone. Steve, he's Steve's gone. gone. Steve's 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 gone. Damn you. <laughs> Curse this lousy smart weather. Why didn't I think of this before? Uh, <laughs> you, this is the first time you thought of smart weather. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and it's no. the first of March. Or I mean, uh, the third of March. Shame <laughs> <laughs> him. Shame. Allegedly. Well, uh, look, we might, we might put it up on the second of March, lads, because I don't think there's any point in waiting to post it on Saturday if I can get it all done today. But, uh, and then people can listen to another way to OTT on Saturday. Exactly. 
So the last kind of topic, this is an, I don't know how I'm going to cut this all up. We've left no pauses the way we normally do it. Peel back the curtain there, lads. The way we normally do it is cut <laughs> Just break the fourth no wall pause. there, Steve. Yeah, and the fifth. And <laughs> fuck it, I don't know how we're going to do this. Luckily, I have two days to do it now. Um, so forget what I just said. The last one, and it ties into this one, is WWE ignoring the crowds again. Like, full-on, ridiculous ignoring the crowds. So we had the run. We don't need to go down that road there again. Let's talk about Rusev, right? So <clears throat> Shane had his promo again. Or sorry, a few weeks ago, Rusev Chance um, ignored during Shane's promo. And he said, duly noted. So I've, I've messed that whole sentence up. I'll do this again. Right? <laughs> so there was Rusev Chance during Shane's promo at Start Smackdown this week. Before, a couple of weeks ago, he said, duly noted. And then that was in the time when he was running for the US title or it was in that tournament stupid thing or whatever. And this week they went in dark live, apparently, at SmackDown. So when we came back from break, Rusev and English were in the ring. Yep. Didn't even give them an entrance on TV. They're flat out ignoring the Rusev thing. But they're, Why? they're not. Like, that's the thing. Like They released this whole video on social media this week of Rusev storming into the t-shirt factory and him it. making his own t-shirts just to get him out because they can't keep up with the demand. But he wasn't. He hasn't been on TV in three weeks. That was his first time there. Like, they're completely it, ignoring this guy. Is it, they're is they're it ignoring the push or de-push or whatever marky word you want to use to call it. But Is it possible he's injured? Like no, He hasn't no, had a ring match not. in three weeks? No. No, because they had Nakamura off the fucking show for three yeah. weeks as well. He was he was on Mixed Match Challenge one of those weeks, so he's he's gonna wrestle like it's no problem. Mm-hmm. So what logical reason could they have for this unless they're building him up to do something big after Fastlane? I'll give you the reason. It's not logical. It's road <laughs> <dog>. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Nikki, I tip my hat to you. <laughs> um, no, Nikki, you're you're spot on. It's 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 just fucking stupid. Um, Gordo, what do you make of this whole situation? Is it are they just protecting their the next six weeks until they've got past mania or whatever, and they don't want anyone spoiling the fun? I don't know. It's it makes no sense. Like at the end, of it, this is a guy who I'm pretty sure had the top selling T-shirt they've had for the last month consistently. I think this week is the first week it's been beaten since it was released. Uh, it was beaten by Elias of all people. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's as as we've always said, they don't like paying attention to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they don't give a fuck. But like, if you look at the options for for what they could do with him, so let's just look at the the, the perspective of okay, they have this massively overstare. Where do we? What story do we put him into? What championship uh, picture do we add him to? You look at the main title picture on SmackDown. There's now six guys involved in the title match at the next pay-per-view. He's not part of it. So far. They they have a, they have the mid-card title, which has two people involved with it, with the potential for a third gender to be added to it as well. And he was part of that storyline initially, but has been distant for it for about three weeks. Then you look at the tag division, where he has Aiden English as his partner. Hasn't been anywhere near the championship um, storyline. So, like, what, what, where could you pick Rusev and drop him into in any storyline? I'll do it for you here. They're moving Asuka to SmackDown anyway to face Charlotte. That's the rumor. So, why not 
package it up as a trade. Asuka goes to SmackDown, Rusev goes to Raw. Rusev and English or whatever yeah. go to Raw. And then okay. you have Rusev challenge The Miz as part of this whole lead up to Mania. Perfect. Love it. Book it now. Yeah, it'd be great. Done. Yeah. But See, they won't do that. And we don't even need to sit around a pool. <laughs> no. <laughs> because no. the pool is frozen right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally cold. You catch your death sitting inside that. Yeah, wouldn't be long getting frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Fucking hell, I have to redo the whole intro. I have to come in. <laughs> the, God the help her. God help our American fans. They won't have a clue what we're on about. Uh, Basically, there's a light dusting of snow and the whole country has come to a standstill. <laughs> there's no bread. There's no <laughs> bread. Um, but no, keep, it on, keep it back on to Rusev. The big issue that I really have at the moment with it all, and it's something that I think is fucking criminal, is they're not acknowledging them as face. No, mm. I know. That's pissing me off they so are, much. Like, they're the most over thing on the show. They're the most over thing potentially since Debray, maybe? Mm, I don't know if I go that far. The reactions are there. They're, they're consistently. They're loud. I they're taking over random Dango level. They're Yeah, it's a non-serious overness. It's no, replacing, it's no replacing CM Punk as the boring match chant. True. true. Uh, yeah. That's true. So, it's essentially you had CM Punk, yes, and Rusev Day are the three boring match chants that we've had <laughs> over the last five years. So, like, I'm not saying it's ever going to be at the Daniel Bryan level because nothing is ever going to get to that. I think that's a once in a fucking lifetime, once ever thing. That's a Steve but, Austin type thing. That's exactly, just, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. just lighting in a bottle. It's you know, it's never going to be replicated. But if you look at something getting to that level. People are wanting to get behind it that badly that it is becoming the go mm-hmm. the boring match stand. Yet even the song English sang this week was a heel thing. Yep. Rusev kicked uh, fucking Nakamura in the face when Nakamura's on the apron doing all this heel shit. It's like these are guys that they're begging. If you pull the trigger on these guys, you have a star in the making here. Yep. And they can't make babyface stars and then no. they have one in their fucking hands yeah. and they're going to let it slip through. Like you have yeah. to bring Cena over from Raw to make a babyface for the main t- uh, the title picture because they've only got AJ and that's it. And they have it Rusev sitting there doing nothing. Yep. <sighs> Sad day for the parish, lads. Sad day Sad for day. the parish. It's just uh, they can't help themselves. Like it's right there. Just, just reach out and grab it. That's all you got to do. Just do it. You said Steve, they just don't know how to book babyface. Yep. And they're afraid of it. And they have one just organically built itself. They didn't even have to do anything. They just allowed them to say Rusev Day it worked. Rusev worked. Related Rusev worked. Everything yeah. he does turns to gold. Yep. The people want Rusev. Since day one, since he came into that, was he debut in a Royal Rumble or even just before back in the day? In his non boost fucking Bear match. He debuted in the Rumble, but it was only a one-off. He debuted properly a month or two after that. But even in the Rumble, I think he eliminated a couple of people in that, and he had a stellar performance. And people were like, oh, shit, man, this is a guy. we got to watch out for this guy, because he's going to be a star. And everything he's done since then, uh, even with Lana, Lana was over as fuck because she was with Rusev. And she's com- incredibly hot. But that's that's just an added bonus. But it's because she was with Rusev. Aiden English now is over because he's with Rusev, and he is not incredibly attractive. <laughs> Sorry, Aiden. I know you're a big he's fan. Half Guerrero now, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
got that Latino heat. <laughs> yeah, he's lying. He's not cheating. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's nothing there's nothing we can say to make any of that better. It's just I don't get it. It's right there. It's so easy. You don't even have to spend any money. You don't have to do anything. Just just go. Hey, you you have a match forever. Okay, cool, done. It's just the only thing that needs to be said about this is Gordo's favorite hashtag. Fire road dog. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, kind of the only other thing we didn't really talk about um, of any note was the tag team division on both shows. Really, um, you had the bar have a three, or was it a best two out of three falls match against Titus Worldwide, and they beat them two nil. So that's the second time in a couple of weeks now that a three out of or two out of three falls match has ended two nil, which I don't seem to understand. What's the point in having the match if you're going to do it that way? Unless you're really burying someone, but whatever. Anyway, they said there's no one left to face at the end. A big promo and no one left to face, you know, apart from the revival. So like, what's the story with the revival? Is Vince just lost because of the two injuries they had and he doesn't want to go with them? Are I they just, do- oh, sorry. I, I don't think there's any way to, re- to revive the revival. I think they're gone. Oh. <laughs> 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 we'll come to... Uh, Gordo is going to do just that thing later in the show, Steve. Uh, oh, uh, I should pay attention and listen closely. <laughs> will you tune uh, in, yeah? Uh, where will I tune <laughs> You can find it on YouTube. Just search for 2 bits more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they did put a tweet. Or was it some, I had some, there was some social media thing today, Ali, over the Revival cut a promo say, why the fuck aren't we being included and stuff? So there's no WWE shared all that. So usually that means they're going to work that into a story. Keep getting hurt, guys. That's why Vince hates that shit. Yeah. Uh, if you go over to the other side, then over to SmackDown, you had the Usos and New Day, who we you know we've seen them face off a thousand times, but it's always going to be good. Uh, Big E, Nikki. Big E was fucking amazing this week. The promo, like, because Big E always, you know, he's been joking around like that, but he went serious this week and he completely destroyed the Usos in a promo. And Usos have a good promo. Like yeah. they're really good. They 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 made in their dimension in their promo that they've been there nine years and they've never actually been on the main card of WrestleMania, which is actually insane. I couldn't believe that. No, and I, I went back and checked, and they they've made a few pre shows and stuff, but they've never actually been on the main card, which mm-hmm. is it's absolutely nuts. But uh, Big E then rebutting from them saying like yeah, at least the new they didn't get their jobs because of their dads and like, oh just. Do you know what made that promo all the more impressive? Was that. The fact that Big E came back from the dead to make that promo. <laughs> what? Yeah. Big E Smalls, he came back from the dead uh, to make that promo. How did you not see that coming? <laughs> it was leading into the thing I wanted to talk about. about this guy, Josh Dumal, who appeared on WWE TV while being mentioned in this alleged steroid ring with allegedly Roman Reigns and allegedly Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Which is odd, all the people in all of the world at all of the times and all of the TV shows. But anyway, um, my favorite part of this whole thing was nothing to do with the Usos or New Day. <laughs> it was the Bludgeon Brothers coming out and then five people backing away from two lads with plastic hammers. <laughs> it was brilliant. Bludgeon Brothers are here like, oh no, there's only five of us and there's two of them and they have hammers. Everyone run. Which is weird. Once again, the Bludgeon Brothers are not doing themselves any favors. They should be attacking the champion because that's how you get title shots. If you're a heel, attack people, get title shots. 
<laughs> it's just weird. But Save it's, it's okay. It's okay. They're going to have a match against them in like two weeks' time, or like the week after the pay per view. They're going to beat the champs, which means they get a match against them at WrestleMania because that's how it works. I know. I'm, I'm going strictly kayfabe here, as in if I am one of the Bludgeon Brothers, this is my plan. This is what we do. I've got an idea here, whatever the other guy's name is. We're going to attack this guy and he's going to give us a title match because they'll have to do it. You're right. Uh, that attack will come before the match gets finished. Oh. That prediction. It's going to, there's not going to be a finish in that match. It's going to be the Bloods and Brothers come out and beat the holy hell out of all five guys. And that picture because, like you said, nothing gets you in the title picture. Champs. Uh, before we leave the tag discussion, we might as well talk about the women's six-man tag division. The uh, women's six-man tag. <laughs> six-man tag. I still call them six-man I, I, I don't see gender, okay? The SmackDown women's trios division is what I've been Yeah, I saw on. that, actually. I like yeah. that. You go with that one, the women's trio division. Uh, Ruby Riot uh, beats Naomi with the riot kick. And it's all 50-50 now. They're all tied up. Two apiece, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, final that. boss, final boss showdown. I'm not hating this build-up to this match. Strangely. But we know who's going to win. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a bad thing either. Like When you have a champion and you know you're going to be a champion for a foreseeable amount of time, you're obviously going to be storyline throughout that time. And all you want is for it to be good and to develop the other people in that storyline. And I think Ruby very well in this rivalry so far. Only Ruby, though. The rest of them have just been buried. Apart from Sarah Logan's match with Charlotte, it's about the only good show she's really had, and it was because she didn't have to fucking talk. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Um, I don't think there's anything else really on either show. Is there anything anyone else wanted to talk about? No. Apart from Daniel Bryan deciding he's going to go home, and he's like, ah, fuck this. I, you know, I flew here, but I'm going to wait for half an hour. Do you mind if I go home? <laughs> yeah, sound fire ahead, boss. <laughs> like, and Shane eating popcorn the whole way backstage. Weird. Uh, uh, well, we know. what the fuck is Ziggler now? Do we know? Oh, who knows? He like, is. It, I loved the super kick he hit on Kevin Owens when he's on commentary. And he just, oh, oh, crossed over there. I said, that hurt. That, that, right. that looked nasty. And Kevin didn't know how to sell it because he was sitting in a chair. <laughs> he, <was> like, he just <laughs> held onto the chair and fell over. Uh, one other thing I meant to bring up was Elias and Strowman on Raw, actually. Uh, I really enjoyed that whole thing where he had to chase him backstage and everything. And the kind of the wounded giant getting the sympathy, which was quite cool, I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think Elias is going to be in the IC title match at Mania. Don't know what Strom is doing. They're keeping him free for maybe being added to the Ronda match, or maybe being added to the tri- make it a triple threat for the Universal title. It has Who to. Knows? It has to be the Universal title match. If it's not, I riot. The one man riot. You Ruby riot. I joined Riot Squad. <laughs> That's just to spend time with Liv Morgan, though. <laughs> That's what she got. Enzo. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, well, no, she was with. No, 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 no. Getting Enzo is something completely. <laughs> oh, that's an allegedly. Jesus. That's an allegedly. That's an allegedly. That's a hard uh, allegedly. No, as well, uh, shout out to Kevin Owens on commentary. Oh, he was so good. In yep. his second language, let's remember. <laughs> 
Um, Corbin, if you're looking for your hairline, it's on the top of your head. Does <laughs> <laughs> he actually tweet it out afterwards? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, he was like, uh, I'm, I'm so outraged uh, at Corey Graves. People think I was making fun of your hair last night. I wasn't. I was actually making fun of Phillips's. <laughs> uh, overall, not a bad week on both shows. SmackDown was a hell of a lot better than it has been. It wasn't yeah. great. But That's not much. fucking saying much. I know. Oh, I know. Um, but yeah, the road to WrestleMania essentially begins on half of the shows. SmackDown are still in this weird limbo. Of yep. what they're going to do, but yeah, say after like, after fast lane they'll they'll pick it up. I'd say yeah. Problem, problem for me with SmackDown last week felt like a go home on SmackDown as well. Mm, or was yeah. I the only one imagining that? That it really felt they had the five man set up. They had Corbin laying people out. It felt like a go home segment because they had all five guys laying each other out in the ring, and then it's like, and we have another three weeks until this happens. Yep. So now they're really just treading water because they've already had their go home. So, but they, they had the same go home moment on SmackDown this week. Yeah, All the guys exactly. were in the ring and standing tall. Yeah, you know it's so, so such a when weird. Is uh, March eleventh. Oh my god! Yep. T- tomorrow, show. tomorrow week. Mm. Oh, two days. Week. <laughs> 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 Good god! We, we don't know why we're doing this. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Just this lousy smart weather, you see. <laughs> but uh, that'll do it for the main shows. So, Nikki, what's going on in Ireland these days, apart from snow? Lots of snow is what's going on, exactly. Um, yeah, so this is the Irish Wrestling Roundup. Uh, news-wise, there isn't too much. There's mainly just things added to cards and other things like that. Um, Martina has been added to Joey Janela's Spring Break over in the States, so she's making the rounds there as well. She got a lovely promo of her partying on a beach in Bray. Um, <laughs> but the, the other great promo that we got this week uh, was re- revealing the return of Electro to OTT. Um, so if people don't realize, because I had to explain this to Fitz the other day, Electro was a masked wrestler on the early shows of OTT who was not good. He was not good at all. But Angel Cruz on Twitter has decided that he was a legend and that he got Electro is like the epitome. Like, yeah. They did the Luke Skywalker thing with him. We did a promo. He put a promo where basically uh, Angel was going to going through a castle trying to find to, this person that he's looking for. Found a, uh, found someone in a all in robed like Luke Skywalker and he starts dancing and it's Electro. <laughs> Uh, so basically, it's going to be Electro, Peter from Team Prick, and Angel Cruz taking on the team of Be Cool, I Am Cool, aka uh, Joey Co- Joe Coffee, and Big Daddy Cool, who we still have to see who it is. At this stage, basically, I mean, based on the weather that might be around and the travel issues that are probably going to have this weekend, Big Daddy Cool could end up being fucking Joe at this point. <laughs> He's be there. Um, so the Speaking of that, OTT Aerospace Odyssey 3 floating in most peculiar ways on this weekend. It's on Saturday. Uh, depending on when you're listening to it, it's on now or else it's on tomorrow. Um, <laughs> from K-Fave. The, uh, K-Fave. Uh, from the arena and sure also the same place they played they did last month. Uh, the current card, I say current card because with travel issues, God knows what the card will actually end up being. Um, we've got a tag team title match between Polo Promotions and The Rapture. Uh, we've got David Starr taking on Zack Sabre Jr. 
That's Scotty Davis taking on Adam Brooks. We've got the gender neutral title, uh, Martina versus Pete Dunn. And we've got Jordan Devlin and the Kings of the North taking on Mark Haskins and Aussie Open. So it looks like it, uh, it could be a pretty good show anyway. Hopefully these matches happen. I'm really looking forward to Martina Pete Dunn one. I think that's going to be absolutely amazing. And I really hope they have better lighting fixtures this time. <laughs> I doubt it'll be any different. I'd say if this ends up being their permanent home, they might look into a way to get a better permanent thing put in because there'll be guaranteed money coming in every month from uh, to the, so they might be willing to put some sort of fixed thing in for them. But when it's, since the basketball stadium as well, it's going to be tough, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I'd say it'll be the same as last week. We'll have four people sitting on, on four pods holding <laughs> up fucking lights. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, we're, we're making the trek up. Uh, you're not going, Steve, I'm assuming, no? No, I'm good. Uh, I could do without the travel walls. <laughs> but the, the rest <laughs> of the are... That's funny. The last time I was there was snow as well. Maybe if I go this time, I'll stop the snow. <laughs> I, I do say, I'm fucking praying that Angel Cruz goes under the ring at some stage and whips out a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> or a big head or something cracks it, it off. Ha- well, the problem is, where are they going to get the bread to have that spot happen? I'm That's hoping true. he's just gonna bought a baguette today or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a couple. Of, I have four, de- well, two Debbie baguettes in the fucking press there. I'll bring them up for him if he needs them. <laughs> well, what they should do is not run away from the weapon he brings out. When he brings out the baguette, they should do it like, oh, holy shit, bread! <laughs> 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 run away. Herbs. Um, and he uses that to get a roll up or something like that's how he wins. <laughs> And call it the roll-up. Uh, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but other OTT news, they've also announced the lineup for OTT Contender 7, which is happening uh, Paddy's weekend, March 18th, so Sunday, March 18th in the Ringside Club. Uh, so they've announced Jonah Rock is taking on Terry Thatcher. Travis Banks is taking on Scotty Davis, which should be a fucking cracking match. Uh, Gender neutral title, Martina is defending against LJ Cleary, which should also be really good. I reckon that might be where the title switches before she goes off to good show. J- good Japanese show. land. It's a wig. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get lots of LJ Cleary. It's a big chance. Um, and more than hype, the team of Nate Martin and Darren Carney are facing against the legit 100, the team of Michael May and Curtis Murray. Now, they haven't mentioned anything about the NLW title here, considering that's supposed to be a contender's title. I'm not sure what they're doing that with that yet. I hope they do a tournament for it. I think that would be class. Do a tournament with all the Irish guys like it'd be good. But that's the card they've currently announced for that anyway. Uh, other OTT news. <laughs> all the OTT news this month. Um They've announced the poster anyway for Contenders Nine, so the one that's on Scrapper Mania weekend the night after the the Hangover show. Um, so they've announced Shane Strickland, Keith Lee, and the Rapture are going to be at that show. So that should be pretty good. I haven't announced any matches around yet, but that that's looking pretty good. Um, the day after Scrapper Mania, so people did make a weekend of it. The Friday night is uh, WWE in Dublin, and then Scrapper Mania and then Contenders Nine should be a cracking L weekend. Uh, only other news I have, I think, is Fight Factory's next show, Episode 4, uh, which is t- uh, fully titled Episode 4. We only booked this on Good Friday because we thought people couldn't drink and wouldn't have anything else to do. <laughs> is uh, is on Good Friday, March 30th, in Sean O'Casey Centre in East Wall, Dublin. Uh, so that's the night before uh, Martina's Gap Party 3 and then Defiance. So that's another big wrestling weekend if people want to make a, a weekend of it. 
Sure, isn't that what our Lord Saviour Jesus Christ died for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sectioning for three days. <laughs> it's the wake. It's the wake. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, that's everything, I assume. Yeah, that's that's the Irish wrestling roundup for this week. So the last in our series is the uh, appropriately named for this week is where we try to revive a character that WWE have just ruined and beaten it into the ground. And this week, Gordo takes on the task of reviving the revival. Yep. So I've absolutely loved the revival since day one-ish. Um, <laughs> had to do it. Um, like their matches in NXT were some of the greatest tag matches I think I've ever seen um, anyone that hasn't really watched NXT needs to go back and watch their matches with uh, DIY they are phenomenal and I've even grown up as a kid as good as any stars were I always loved tag wrestling so seeing this kind of throwback team to me was fantastic and everything they've done on the main roster has fucking made me hate my life <laughs> so uh, yeah so I decided to take on this task it's not to be honest it's not a difficult task it for someone with a single fucking brain cell. So I got to use an upcoming event to twist this. So this is going to obviously, through mania, nothing's going to fucking happen because we kind of know what most of the card is going to be. The one thing I do have happen at WrestleMania is Rusev Day are going to win the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Yay! Um, <laughs> and this, this is important because they're going to be involved going forward. So yeah, we're going to have Rusev Day win the Tag Team titles. Now, coming up at is a payback is going to be the one directly after it. We are going to have our superstar shake-up the Monday after that. Ooh. So that's something that has actually been heavily rumored that they are going to do at that around about that time anyway, or they'll at least announce it that week. So I'm just going to have it that week. And we're actually going to have the revival get moved to SmackDown, but at the same time, AOP get called up. Hmm. And they end up on SmackDown. So we're going to properly invest in a proper SmackDown. Backlash. Or Backlash. Backlash one. Thank you, Bo. It's always uh, one or the other, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. The generic pay-per-view for end of <laughs> April. But in my uh, head, no, no Way Out is always February in my head. And I still can't get over this whole elimination crack happening yeah. in February. It's not right, damn it. Wasn't the first fast lane in like November or something? And, now and, they had, and then they had Roadblock was the first time they started with all this new pay-per-view nonsense. Oh, road, I don't understand block, it. end of the line. Grand yeah, I know my months no based more on anymore. what pay-per-view is on. <laughs> Mar- March Madness and <laughs> April Awesomeness or something. Um, but yeah, so we're going to have them called up anyway. So what we're eventually going to have is from the Rusev Day side of things, after Mania in the road to SummerSlam, they're going to f- essentially keep going with the Usos because Usos will be due in a rematch. So mm-hmm. inevitably, they'll probably 50 50 for a month or two. And then after that, we will have them feud with AOP coming up to SummerSlam. So at the same time, we are going to have the revival end up jump <laughs> Rizango during an episode of Fashion Files. Mm. So they're doing their usual skit with Ascension or whatever playing off whether or not they're friends. Next thing I don't know where the revival jump and beat the living snot out of all four of them. They've all four of them laying and essentially grab the camera that's been used and turn to it and say, This is essentially making a mockery of tag team wrestling. We're we're here on a crusade to make tag team wrestling real again. 
Nice. So that essentially keeps us going up until Money in the Bank, which they have their blow off there. Obviously, revival win. Leave Breezango go off and do their own shit again. After that, we end up sparking a feud between the revival and the New Day, who essentially in the same vein, the revival see them as being the mockery and the latest team in their crusade. Um, they cut a promo basically saying, you guys used to be the top of the food chain. Now look at yourselves. Essentially, you're nothing but a joke. There's new top guys in town. So at SummerSlam, which is where this all feeds into, the revival end up just beating up New Day, end up winning their match. They end up injuring Big E and end up writing him off TV for a couple of months. Ooh, nice. Which, when he comes back, obviously that's him fresh and prime for a big singles run. So I'm not just focused on the revival. I'm giving, trying to build as many as I can here out of this. <laughs> so, yeah. So they write them off. That's essentially right. Another one down. Again, we're trying to make tag wrestling real. The Crusade marches on. That same night, the AOP end up winning the tag team titles against the, uh, no, sorry, yeah, the AOP win the tag team titles from New Day, or Rusev Day. After the match, Rusev Day are still laying in the middle of the ring. Revival hit, lay out Rusev Day. Again, so they're, they're, bastards. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta get, a, gotta get a bit of heat on them at least. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, essentially, they'll keep feuding up as far as uh, Hell in a Cell. Couldn't remember what I had wrote down. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd scribble stuff out. I've been changing timelines here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so essentially, they'll just keep their feud going till Hell in a Cell, obviously playing off the back of the whole thing of, yeah, we're, we're trying to work our way up the ladder. We're doing things the right way, beating up as many former champions as we can. At the end of that, Revival end up winning and the AOP defeat the Usos in a cell match. Because I just really want to see the AOP and the Usos in a cell match. <laughs> I think that would be absolutely fucking fantastic. But again, the Usos are essentially they're one of the few teams through the AOP's big run that the AOP had never beaten the Usos. And they will they will have essentially come out and said, is there no one left? Bang, Usos, hell in a cell match. We created history last year. We want our titles back. Simple, really. Um, Tuesday following that, we're going to have AOP come out and squash people. And say, as you turn and say, there's no competition left. We're done. What what, what have you got for us? Revival come out. Storm to ring. There's no, no one lays a hand on each other. But they essentially come out and they say, you and us, we got unfinished business. We went to war before. It's time to write a new chapter. It's time to see who the real top guys are. Essentially, they keep they that brings us up to a title match between them at TLC, which Revival end up winning the titles, and then they'll keep feuding back. I can't remember what the one in between is. Uh, we will have the Revival. Oh shit! I can't remember which one it was. I get my yeah. paper views mixed up. Revival Series Clash of Champions. That's the order. So TLC is the one directly before Survivor Series. Yeah. Shit, I'm after, after missing the paper. You're somewhere in the middle of it all. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> fucking typical. But uh, essentially, what it all leads up to is at the end of it, you will have Survivor Series where they turn and say, okay, it is time to just put an end to this. And they will have the first ever hour long Iron Man tag team match. Ooh. 
there was a 15 minute one on SmackDown ages ago and it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to have a proper Iron one hour Iron Man match. I think it's a perfect match. It's going to show what both teams can do. And it'll just set, set things off nicely. But essentially, Revival will, will end up getting the last pin within the last minute. And that's they retain the titles. They can go off and do whatever the fuck they want in the build up to Mania then. But it cements essentially you have the Revival as top guys. It's a nice introduction piece for AOP. Rusev Day gets tag titles, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, but it also splits off Big E away from the New Day and amongst all of that as well, so that when he comes back, he singles. So what essentially started off as reviving the revival, as strengthening the tag division and giving the new single star. Nice. I like it. Very nice. Well, well, I'm Roman Reigns in that now for my life. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he is the champion on Raw for eternity after Ooh. he beats Brock Lesnar. You know, if, if he beats Brock Lesnar, then he's not going to lose to anybody because he That's is the big guy. <laughs> well, we like him now, Fitz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have fun at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> I was not saying Boo Earns. I was saying Boo. <laughs> boo I was saying he was saying Boo <laughs> So that'll do it for another week. Um, we don't have anything else to add and we've done our usual look for breaking news and there's nothing going on other than the rumour that Neville might be coming back. We don't know what that means. If it's 205 Live or main roster, main, main roster, whatever you want to call it. But uh, we'll probably post this on Friday the 2nd because we've let you behind the curtain already. We're all snowed in. Uh, well, no, that's what the media tells you. That's fake <laughs> news media, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll leave it there. Um, so as usual, subscribe to our channel on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash 2BitSports. Not yet, though. You have to search for us. So you have to search on YouTube for 2BitSports. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash 2BitSports. Uh, Twitter, you'll find us at 2BitWrestling. iTunes, 2BitSports. The Alleged Wrestling Podcast. SoundCloud. All sorts of nonsense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how are you going to spend the rest of your snow day, lads? The wife wants to go make a snowman, so... Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> uh, I have two cans buried out there at the moment. To kill them. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to grab them and talk into them and bury another two. Um, I've probably got to throw snowballs at passing cars in a while or something. <laughs> you fucking degenerate. <laughs> That's what I do. Break it down. I'm just going to call out to their house and super kick the snowman. <laughs> and I did see a few kids down the road that made a couple of little snowmen on the top of their wall when I was on the way to the shop earlier, so I karate chopped a couple of them. <laughs> oh, you miserable man. I am such a dick in real life. <laughs> Daryl. That'll do us for another week, so... Um... Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next Saturday. I think there'll be the pre-Fast Lane show with our Fast Lane predictions and all that. Oh, and from next week, we are latest. It won't be a two-bit booking. It'll be a pay-per-view rewind. So it'll be um, our favorite WrestleMania, I think we decided on, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what we did. We haven't picked I think oh. we picked it. Uh, I haven't picked it. WrestleMania 9. 17. <laughs> Actually, there is a chance that for that one segment I may be able to get us a guest booker or a guest on this podcast. Go on. <laughs>
Uh, Paddy likes WrestleMania 16 a lot, so probably <laughs> it's literally it's a mishmash of matches that must have only been written the night before, but he loves it. So well, this will be good because um, I'm probably going to go for one of the early ones as well. So we'll have probably one from each of the eras, we'll say, or one from each of the tens, probably. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think mine will probably be the latest if I go 19. So is anyone in the 20s or 30s there? Nope. I, I could I could probably do thirty if someone else wants to do seventeen. Ah, no, do the one you want. Seventeen is the best one. It needs to be covered. I, 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 might, do, I might do twenty eight. I'll do nineteen or twenty eight. I know. Pick the one you want. I was just thinking it'd be. It'd be I, I love I love both of them for different reasons. So. I was at WrestleMania 32, so I should probably pick that one considering it's the only one I was at. I was at 28 one. and 30. That's I was like. only at 20, I was only at 28. So. <laughs> it's like surely that was my favorite one, but it's nowhere close. <laughs> it was a bad <laughs> WrestleMania. If we're reviewing worst pay per views in the WrestleMania era, 32 would be the second worst paper WrestleMania ever. You didn't like that main event. Triple H and Roman Reigns went for oh, three years. <laughs> I believe I was working at nine the next morning. I was begging for that cunt to end. I had been in the arena for seven hours when they started, oh. and the whole place emptied. You can't see it. You can't see it. And they look when you look back on it, but the whole of the top tier was gone. People were leaving in droves. So, and the Bailey chant started during the main event that had built for <laughs> for weeks, but. Yeah, they won't make that mistake again, eh? Roman in the main event to get someone who doesn't give a shit. Well, they, they do want it to beat uh, Cena and Hogan's record of seven main events. Vince wants them to beat that record, so get the lube in, boys. We're going to be fucked for a couple of years to come. <laughs> ah, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're, if you're listening, if you have any suggestions, let us know. I might run with one of them. Um, I know mine is definitely going to be in the first eight, I think. Mm. Possibly WrestleMania six, I'm thinking, just because not the greatest match in the world, but I loved Warrior Hogan. It's one of my favorite matches ever. You are but, uh, your age now, Steve. I know, but it's <laughs> what made me love the thing. And it's why we're here today, Steve. Was it here today. back then or was it in black and white? It was, uh, it was actually had to write away and they'd send you pictures. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, shout out to Oscar's video store in Ballina which no longer exists that my mother even forgot when I was talking to her about it recently <laughs> that's why we're here shouting at Mike's on a snow day <laughs> fuck it Wrestlemania 6 boom <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, we'll see you next week for that I'm going to go first we'll, we'll keep that theme going oh, yeah, sounds good Cool. Sound. So basically, that means you have to watch WrestleMania Six between now and next week. <laughs> oh, In fairness, we're not doing that today. Probably yeah, do yeah, today. Yeah. Is that are you? Uh, just look up clips. I think I'll go with Six. If I change my mind, I'll let you know within the next day or two, so you have cool. plenty of time. So we're all watching the same pay per view and reviewing it together. No, no, one person review and we can all put it. One review and you talk about it or whatever. But it's not going to be take long. Like five, ten minutes, just talk about it. You don't. You just look up the results and watch it on YouTube. Oh, if we were going, I, I'm disappointed now because if we were going to do that and everyone had to watch it, I would definitely make you watch WrestleMania 9 again. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's why you, this is this troll booking thing. You could have had us do that and be like, damn it, I don't have to watch that so shit. I really, really want to watch WrestleMania 31 again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ah, well, so that's the homework for this week. If I change my mind, I'll let you know. I'll let you know 10 minutes before the podcast. And, uh... <laughs> it's crap. If you sleep for two hours, we'll get to watch it then. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh. One week. One fucking two week. weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. <laughs> Gosh, In a row. 
I can't remember what happened last week. We had to record this on a Thursday, just so you can have your Friday now. <laughs> Once again, I apologise. I had worked a full week on my feet. Captain sits on a chair all day at work. <laughs> hey, I work very hard. <laughs> Watching wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm only and... Um, <laughs> I, uh, so uh, yeah we'll leave it there we'll talk to you next week say goodbye boys bye boys bye,